Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Hi, good morning, and thank you for listening to Ion Houston. My name is Elie Escobar, and today we're speaking to Ms. Raina McClellan, President and CEO of Houston Hospice. Welcome. Thank you for joining us today. Well, thank you, Ellie. So happy you can join us this morning. And I'd like to talk about hospice, obviously. There's a lot of misunderstanding of what the actual word means, hospice. Um, immediately, most of us, our minds go to caring for somebody that is about to pass, maybe. But that's not always the case. Can you tell us a little bit about what hospice is? Absolutely, absolutely. Well, hospice really is an amazing service. Um, we provide care for patients with life-limiting illnesses. Um, most of the time when cure is not an option and it focuses more to symptom management and quality of life, and we're really trying to relieve suffering. Um, hospice is also a branch of palliative care. People have heard of that. It focuses on, like I said, pain and symptom relief in the last six months of life. Um, we primarily focus on where the person lives. A lot of people think of hospice as a place, and it's really about um, where a person lives. It's a service. Um, so it could be at a home, a nursing home, assisted living, wherever they call home. It could be a shelter. It could be under a bridge. Um, and it certainly could be in our, um, our care center. We do have a hospice inpatient center on the Texas Medical Center campus, a 33-bed inpatient unit. And that's four times when um, care at home maybe isn't an option when you're you know, struggling with some symptoms that we can't control. It's an alternative to hospitalization. You can come in and um, have care there for a couple of days, and then we can get you right back home. Great. Um, what other levels of care do you offer um, at home? Because I know that a lot of a lot of us, you know, take the time to take care of, of our, you know, family, loved ones, but we also need that extra help that we as, you know, not uh, prepared uh, or trained professionals can do it ourselves. Well, absolutely. So Medicare in particular provides for four levels of care. The primary one is called routine home care. And that's um, what the, 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 the premise of hospice is based on. But in times where um, we're needing to get some uh, symptoms under control at home, we can put care in your home for eight hour shifts. Sometimes it's around the clock and it's called continuous care. Um, that would be a, a, a nurse or a CNA that would come in and be at the bedside with you and your family, not to take the place of the family, right. but just to provide additional assistance for medication adjustments and those type of things. Then we have um, general inpatient care, which was, I mentioned in our inpatient center. Mm -hmm. um, sometimes people uh, will come there if, if having some type of additional care is not available at home. 
And then the fourth type of care is called respite care. Respite care is primarily for the family and for, uh, you know, taking care of a, a family member, being a caregiver is a long road and um, takes a lot of energy. Sometimes uh, families need rest. Um, maybe they need to go away for a couple of days and we can care for the, the patient either in our inpatient center or in a nursing home and Medicare covers that um, so that the family can get recharged for the next go around. Right. And I think it's so important. A lot of the times we feel like we can take it on ourselves and, you know, but some, a lot of us, we take care of our parents or our family members, but we also have children and jobs and we can't do it all. And, you know, we thank you for offering these services to the community. And, and speaking of that, you know, do you also offer uh, a kind of support and grief um, for the, uh, for the families that do need it? We do, and that um, occurs up to 13 months after the patient has died. And the reason it's 13 months is we want to be able to, you know, capture that annual anniversary that comes around that can be very difficult yes. for patients. And while, you know, bereavement, what is what we call grief support, um, is offered by many hospices, we in particular not only offer grief support groups, but one-on-one -on -one counseling. And then sometimes even if there's been something that happens in the community, um, a, a tremendous crisis of some some sort, um, aside from hospice, we can support uh, patients and families with grief support outside of the hospice uh, benefit. Um, you, you did mention earlier that a lot of it is covered by Medicare, but uh, what would a, the cost of this be for the families if they don't have Medicare? Um, is there any financial support that you offer for the families that are in there need is. of hospice? So Medicare covers most, most people as most people are, you know, senior age mm -hmm. or older. Um, however, we do take care of children um, and most often uh, Medicaid or their parents' insurance. If you don't have Medicare, Medicaid, private insurance, um, Houston Hospice also offers charity care. And so we're able to help people. Um, unfortunately, it's a common denominator um, end of life. And so regardless of your ability to pay, we want everybody to be able to have hospice services. So we do support that as well. And fortunately, as a nonprofit, um, we're a freestanding um, nonprofit in the Texas Medical Center, and we're supported largely by um, wonderful donors in our community of Houston. And so that's why we're able to be so generous with that and some of the other services we provide. That's, uh, that's great. Um, before we get into uh, your event on May 6, um, I believe you have a letter that you would like to share for our listeners from a family. I think it's very touching to just kind of reach um, the community, those that are listening now, uh, you know, about what hospice has to offer the families. Absolutely. And I'd love to share this for, um, you know, several reasons. I can tell you all about hospice and what we do and all the wonderful things we do, but hearing it from a family member, there's just nothing like that. And right. keep in mind this particular letter, um, this family was only on our service for four days. Okay. And just the amount of emotion and appreciation and gratitude is enormous considering they only had services for four days when um, they might have had it as long as six months. So this is a letter. On behalf of my beloved wife, Deborah, I choose to pause mid-stride in the deepest, most profound grief I have ever known to thank you for the excellent care provided to my wife, Deborah, in recent days. 
So much of what you do is done behind the scenes without fanfare, recognition, or personal acknowledgement. The concerted effort of a group of dedicated individuals sometimes hides the enormity of each individual contribution and the personal dedication required to achieve near miracles on a daily basis. This note to you is an effort to convey a heartfelt message. Thank you for your calming presence and gentle guidance at a difficult time. The nobility of your efforts arises from the love and compassion behind each action, a love for the beautiful but flawed life that each is given and that each must surrender unwillingly, a love for both the beauty and imperfections of humanity in general and the fragile, tender, fleeting beauty that shines in the light in the eyes of those blessed to be briefly in your care whose pain has been diminished and whose fear and anguish have been wrapped in your embrace and lessened by the gentle touch of your hand. The saints and angels portrayed in cathedrals across the world must surrender their glory in your presence. All that you do with your hands and your hearts has made real the often mythical goodness of mankind. Take from this note something that I hope will return to you again and again in a quiet voice. You have made a lasting difference in our lives. Wow. In parting the curtains of grief, you've allowed the healing light of joy to shine through. With your presence, you have dispelled the loneliness that envelops all who suffer. And with your unselfish love, you've renewed our faith in life and the intrinsic goodness of mankind. Thank you with love and admiration. My goodness, with such touching words. And this is somebody that lost, you know, a family member and had these amazing touching words. And I love the that he added the calming presence of you that you helped him uh, get through that. That's really incredible. I love it. Thank you for sharing that. Truly appreciate it. Truly appreciate it. And that's just a little bit of what the families feel um, after being, you know, visiting with you guys and help them get through this. Um, so it's really quite amazing. Thank you so much again for, for sharing that, Ms. Reina. My pleasure. And of course, in efforts to continue to help families, you have a fundraiser event coming up May 6th, right? Our um, upcoming fundraiser is called the Butterfly Lunch. And I mentioned that we serve um, not only um, all ages, but we also serve the pediatric program in the Houston area, which could be from infant to 18 years old. And so we hold this um, annual event um, in May this year, it's going to be May 6th at the Junior League of Houston. And we have a really um, very interesting speaker this year. Her name's Miss, um, well, she was Miss America in 1988, Kaylani Rafko-Wilson. Oh, wow. She also holds, holds the distinction of being the first registered nurse to win the competition. And she also has become a hospice nurse and started the Hospice of Monroe in her hometown of Monroe, Michigan. Throughout her career, she's continued to support nursing professions, hospice programs, grief support services, and critical health issues. She's a dynamic speaker, and we're thinking she's going to be a great draw for Houston. Wow, that is wonderful to hear. Um, where can people get a little bit more information? And of course, you know, if you, if anybody that's listening, do you take volunteers to come help? At we the do. Hospice? That's another way that you can give back to the community of Houston. Um, you know, not all of our donations are monetary. Sometimes it's your time. And we have volunteers that have been at Houston Hospice for 20 and 30 years. Um, and volunteers are a big part of what the hospice community provides to um, our families. 
So to get a hold of us, you can reach us on our website at houstonhospice.org or um, call 713-HOSPICE. And that will get you connected to Houston Hospice. Wonderful. Where are you located, uh, Ms. McClellan? We are on Holcomb Boulevard in the um, Holcomb Mansion is our administrative office. Okay. Our mayor of Holcomb um, <laughs> donated the property to us. We're on the Texas Medical Center and we are right next to the Ronald McDonald House, if you know that, where okay, that is. Yes. So it's 1905 Holcomb Boulevard. Wonderful. Once again, if you would like more information, if you would like to volunteer, that's HoustonHospice.org or dial 713-HOSPICE. Once again, if you're listening to us, we're speaking to the president and CEO of Houston Hospice, Ms. Raina McClelland. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thank you so much for sharing that letter with us uh, to the community. And it's just so great to speak with you and to know that there are services like yours, like your organization out there to help our families. Thank you very much. My name is uh, Elie Escobar and you're listening to Ion Houston. Once again, for more information, visit them at HoustonHospice.org. Have a wonderful day. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.